coming to get you, Barbara. Oh, that's creepy. <laughs> I love it, though. Now me, I not only drink really, I really drink. We are Buzz on Movies. Welcome once again, ladies and gentlemen, to Buzzed on Movies. I'm Teddy. And I am Matt. And, uh, yeah, things are pretty weird right now, aren't they? Oh, uh, yeah, I'd say. <laughs> so, yeah, we're coming to you right now in the midst of the coronavirus crisis. Uh, this is our first episode, really, since this whole thing took off. So, today, we're just going to try to give you... Our thoughts on that, um, how this has impacted the movie industry, and uh, also our thoughts on Invisible Man, which is the one movie we managed to see before everything got shut down. We should say managed to see in theaters. Yes, yes, that's correct. We, I'm sure we have both watched other movies in the downtime. <laughs> We're um, definitely watching movies now. Because there's uh, not exactly a whole lot of other stuff to do. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, things started kind of getting a little weird about a week ago from today, uh, like last Wednesday. Uh, that was when the basketball games started to get canceled. They started saying that they weren't going to be able to hold the NCAA tournament. You know, we're, we're big basketball fans, so we follow that stuff pretty closely. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then once all sports shut down and, uh, you know... <laughs> <laughs> they started closing down a lot of other things, the restaurants, the bars. It started to be pretty clear that this was going to be a lot more serious than any of us anticipated. Uh, so the situation as it is right now is all all the movie theaters are closed. At least all the ones I'm all the ones in DC are closed. Uh, I've checked that beforehand. Bowtie Cinemas closed all their theaters. Mm -hmm. um, so did Regal, AMC. Angelica, um, DC, like they forcibly shut down all the theaters, but I'm pretty sure all the chains already shut that down. Uh, same with Maryland. Yeah, same here in New York. They, uh, we did a decree went out. A decree. Um, <laughs> a royal I decree. decree. <laughs> I decree the theaters shall close. <laughs> well, I, oh, oh. Um, I don't really know where that was going, but um, they they did demand that it happened but yeah like the big chains were doing it anyway and i think when they had when they demanded it at least like the nighthawk had already decided the alamo had already decided right um the only like minor the minor the only like local independent theater i can think of that hadn't decided was the syndicated um right yeah they were kind of so, hanging on there but they, yeah. they they're also one screen and they do like two movies a day because they don't do anything before 5 p.m and like <laughs> and they yeah. have the one screen so <laughs> yeah um yeah and uh so it, all, all the independent theaters around here closed up pretty quick too uh so there's no no movies right now also apparently uh pretty much every film in production and tv series in production has shut down right yes. now so that's going on or not going on as it were um and there are several prominent actors who've tested positive for the virus right now uh tom most hanks notably is yeah tom hanks is the big one that's tested first right yes yes um, and idris elba has also yes, recently come up one. positive yes. um mccavity himself now in McCavity. quarantine <laughs> they finally got him <laughs> <laughs> someone did <Locked> up. <laughs> um um so yeah uh things are things are very free flowing right now we don't really know what's gonna happen in the next couple weeks 
Um, we do know that we're out of the theaters for the time being, which is a very strange place to be for us. Yeah, it but is. We're going to still try to bring you uh, our movie takes, our movie discussion, and some fun drinking games as much as we can because sure are. Internet's still here. Uh, laptops are still here. And uh, one of the benefits of having our virtual studio is that we don't even have to meet in person to make nope. this stuff happen. So uh, so Matt can't give me the coronavirus. Thank goodness. Yeah, and it's probably me who would <laughs> get it. <laughs> Movies in New York aren't really great right now. No, they're not. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that's about where we're at. Um we did want to mention that um, a number of movies that are currently, well, currently in theaters or were currently in theaters um, are now going to be available online at the end of the week. Uh, for example, The Invisible Man. Yes. Um, I think, what was that other? Emma. That, Emma is going to be available. Uh, that Vin Diesel movie that I want. Bloodshot. Uh, yeah, yeah. Bloodshot. But there was another yeah. one, too. There was a. Because Bloodshot, I just saw the news about today, but there was when the news first came out, it was like the Invisible Man, Emma, and it was another like Blumhouse one, wasn't it? That seems right. It's not Blumhouse Fantasy Island, unfortunately. No, that's uh. too bad. We could all use <laughs> Fantasy Island right now. We we um, we love a little blumhouse fantasy element this could be somebody's fantasy oh oh the hunt is going to be available oh yes i was like i knew it was one that we actually cared to see we, <laughs> like, we have to talk about the insanity that is the hunt's release schedule now because the poor movie like the hunt it has had like the worst rollout it could possibly have <laughs> this is this like i don't know if a movie has ever been more like just cursed from the beginning. Avatar. Well, uh, yeah. Oh, Avatar. <laughs> we have to talk. Yes, Avatar. Uh, so they were filming the four sequels to Avatar simultaneously in, I think, New Zealand, and they had to shut down production. So now those aren't going to come out this year. <laughs> I think the first one was originally supposed to come out in 2014. And now yeah. it's like yeah. it's 2020 and they're still not coming out. So anyway, talking about the hunt, um, yeah, it was supposed to come out last September and like right before it was scheduled to come out, there were a bunch of shootings as, as is wont to happen in this country. Yes. And so because like this film's plot deals with hunting people, they thought it would be a good idea to pull this from the theaters. That's and a we, that's a really nice take on why it got pulled instead of yeah. saying that the president <laughs> of the United States. Oh yes. <laughs> well, the, alongside with that, yes, there was a lot of political controversy around the fact that the plot uh, also like ha apparently has to do with like hunting conservatives, uh, and the whole Fox News crowd got really offended by that. Um, the snowflakes that they are. So. That was also yeah, included up and up to and including the president himself tweeting about this movie. So, um, yeah, I think it was probably a good move for them to delay that release because they weren't earning themselves any good press. Uh, but now they just released, I think, last weekend. And now yeah. this whole coronavirus thing comes. It's like, oh, God, they, it's like the they, cannot, they cannot catch a break. But no. apparently it's going to be available 
on streaming this Friday. So yes. go check out the hunt. These are I know all I... for digital purchase, though. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So let's like make it clear because like that's kind of it's just a very different situation for me than paying thirty dollars a month or whatever it is, like twenty three, right. and being able to see multiple movies on that budget and then having to pay twenty dollars to buy a movie digitally. Yeah, it's definitely more expensive. I'm definitely gonna see at least one of them just for the yeah. novelty of it, you know. But it's it's certainly a little pricier than your standard um, streaming title. However, like I mean, if you can get even two people in the room, it's more affordable than paying for a ticket to go to the theater. So, if you split the cost, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Assuming, but um, it's definitely not more affordable than a list. I mean, that's like a month's worth of movies. Uh, but you know. We've got (laughs) limited circumstances right now. A-list is not here right now, and it's killing me. No, at least they're not charging us for it, though. The last movie I was actually able to see before this was one one that I'd already seen already. Um, But I I did go to see Parasite on Sunday. Nice. Um, It's just like sort of a last hurrah as it was becoming clear that the theaters were about to close down. At that point, they'd already... AMC had already decided that they were going to limit their screenings to 50% capacity. Um, and I didn't really think it was going to be much of an issue anyway, because that like most of the screenings that I go to in that theater are usually pretty sparse as it is. Yeah. Um, and I they, always go to odd time showings always. Yeah. So same, like... same. It's, it's more, it's more relaxing that way sometimes. Yeah. But um, as it was, there was like five other people in the theater pretty well spread out. So not too risky of an environment, but very, very fun to see Parasite in this crazy environment um, with like nobody at the theater and they like they have hand sanitizers set up everywhere. Uh, yeah. So uh, that the that last was... movie I saw <laughs> since we're, we're talking about last movies we saw in theaters yeah. and God knows how long it'll be before we see a new one. I saw You've Got Mail in theaters. <laughs> what? <laughs> At the Alamo Draft House. They did a, Oh my god. They did a champagne movie night and they did You've Got Mail and it was the it was actually kind of fitting because it's like a movie that is weirdly about like an independent bookstore having to shudder. Sorry for everyone who's never seen You've Got Mail. But um also <gasps> if you've never seen You've Got Mail, I like it's mu- the only rom com that I watch like multiple times yeah. in any like year-long span um it's like my favorite yeah so yeah Um, you've got time now go check out you've got mail if you haven't gotten around to that so but that was the last one i saw in theaters and god knows when that'll change and i'm glad i went to see it i almost didn't go (laughs) but a friend of the pod talked me into going (laughs) Uh, those good friends of the pod very crucial yeah so um there's not a lot else going on right now we're just hanging at home watching movies when we can um we're gonna we we plan on bringing you more coverage of movies that have already come out um yeah. but we'll probably talk about the hunt at some point if we're yeah. both able to watch it um and i think coming up this is a good chance to get back into our halloween series so next week we're going to cover halloween three uh season of the witch and I think it's kind of a fitting movie for the times we're in, you know? I think it'll, I think it'll work. I think Halloween. we're going to make make it work. We'll make yeah. it make sense. Make it work. 
uh, I'm excited. I, I've been excited to do Halloween three season of the witch since we did Halloween one and two and didn't yep. continue. And so um, <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. Yes. It's gonna be fun. All right. So with that, let, let's cover the one current movie that we have stuff to say about. We'll talk about the invisible man. Ooh. And first off, I want to say, I, I highly encourage people to check this out. Um, when it comes available on streaming this Friday, it, it like, this is a kind of a bummer for me that this is being like that their theatrical run is getting cut off like this. This is an incredible movie. Uh, and this deserves to be a smash hit because it's so just incredibly technically talented and the acting performances are incredible and it just the this... acting performances. Oh yes. And this is like, this is the sort of horror movie that needs to be like elevated and uh, it's getting sort of kneecapped here. So I'm, I'm hoping fair, that this... it's already made more than a hundred million dollars over its budget. Yeah. So let's <laughs> not feel too bad. It's already it's made money. <laughs> yes. But who knows how far they could have stretched this. Uh, it's like, I mean, I think they made this for like $7 million, which is incredible. Like way more than that is on the screen in this. It, it like, it's such, it's such an incredibly accomplished movie. Um, and the stunts and stuff that they're able to pull off, like you'd never believe they made this for 7 million. Right. But, um, yeah, uh, it, it's, it, go check it out. And we're, we're going to, we're going to try not to spoil too much about this movie here because we want everyone to see it. Correct. So consider this a light spoilers review. Yes. Um, if, if you don't want any, if you want to go in completely fresh, just go check this out on streaming. Uh, but if you want a little background, uh, give it a listen. So, um, Invisible Man is directed by Lee Wan L. <laughs> we love one. Lee Wan L. Lee Wan L of Saw fame. Friend uh, of the pod. Yes, friend of the pod. Friend, Lee Wan L, come on the pod. Come on the pod. Um, uh, of Saw fame, of Upgrade fame, um, Dead Silence fame. <laughs> All right, you could have stopped it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dead Silence is great. Not a lot of people saw. You know, I love Dead Silence. Um, (laughs) Beware the stare of Mary Shaw. Yeah, no, we love Lee Winnell, and this is, I think, probably his most, his best direction to date. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I love Upgrade, and I don't. I mean, I think he did a really, really great job with Upgrade. But this is just like it's a. I mean, he's clearly like in his element in this movie. Like, yeah, um, he's moving up to a different level, like a different tier of directors here. It's awesome. He's very good. It's hard to describe too many of his like best moments in this without giving away some like things that happen in this movie. Um, but man, he knows what he's doing to make you. Kind, I mean, unless you live under a rock in terms of movies, which I'm assuming you don't if you listen to our show. Um <laughs> You probably know the gist of this movie, and there are certain spoilers you are already fully on board with. But so as not to give even those away, like he's just like really good at like even when you shouldn't feel tense because you kind of know what's coming, or you know you're not like the movie's like is it or isn't it 
kind of thing doesn't work because you have seen the trailer. He still manages it to make it feel like suspenseful and creepy. Like yeah. <laughs> in a lot of moments that it should not, because it's like, I know this, I know I've seen this moment, but it still works. One of the things that I think is really effective is like early on, he sort of uses the camera in a way that sets up tension in later shots. He sort of establishes the fact that uh, there could be an invisible person hiding in this scene. And you're so like, you're constantly looking for it um, after like those early scenes. And right. it really makes every moment of this movie extremely tense. That's true. Also, speaking of early shots, I will go on the record and say that I think the opening sequence of this movie is going to be like the best horror scene we see. And like, like, it's just like so well done. The entire opening sequence it's just uh, what's there, um, Elizabeth Moss walking through this house, trying to get out of a house. And you don't have to see the person she's who's like she leaves in bed. You don't have to see him at all, really. Like, you know, he's there and asleep to know, like, the movie does such a great job at communicating that he is abusive and scary and she wants to get away from him. Yeah. Without showing or telling you really anything like <laughs> that, that whole thing like that whole bit of their relationship is communicated just like through the way that his hand is gripped across her chest yeah and she pulls the sheet down like i just oh that was mind-blowing uh so the basic idea of this movie is um elizabeth moss's character is um she's living with an abusive husband and she at the very beginning of the film she like escapes from the house she drugs him she slips out like disables the security ca cameras and everything it's it's a very tense drawn out scene um and then after uh, a while like living with friends far away from uh her abusive husband she finds out that he's been found dead or so we think because <laughs> Because she starts experiencing some really strange things that makes her think that she's being stalked by her ex-husband and that he's invisible. Right. And there are spooky things. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's some, there's some like horrifying. Mo and what I think is so great about this movie is that it takes like the very basic idea from the original Invisible Man from way long ago that just like that a person can be visible and throws it into this abusive husband story. And it works just so well with like a completely different kind of storyline that like it fits the, this strange superpower so perfectly. Like, because if somebody did have this power, they would have the ability to be like horribly abusive with it. Right. Absolutely. I, I like to, that, Here's a, here's a place where we can sort of give too much away, but I, I'll just say I like the way that they handled how he becomes invisible because I think it's it's believable and it's um you know it's modern and it it fits the uh it fits the film. Yeah, I don't believable is like a strong word for me, <laughs> but like <laughs> Because I mean, like I, I was watching it and I was like, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I like the concept. I saw something extremely similar in the documentary uh James Bond Die Another Day. So I'm pretty sure <laughs> that this is something you can actually do. Um that's such a 
<laughs> James Bond die another day. Um, rip to James Bond. Oh hashtag yeah, victim of coronavirus. Um, yeah, uh, James Bond but, was one of the early ones. They it was delayed the first the big date. one, right? I'm pretty yeah. sure it was the first big one. Um, they knew they had to though. They have to get that money. Uh, but yeah. even though they have like so much money, they don't know what to do with them. Anyway, um, <laughs> they, I mean, James Bond would have still whatever. It would have still made money because all of those bros would have still gone to see it. But well, what was what was I'm the coming at somebody who's a huge thing? James Bond fan, by the way. I'm not judging. Oh yeah. I mean, I see all of them. Yeah, me too. Um, it was like early April, right, or something like that. Um, yeah, it was. I think it was the earliest of. It was. It was pretty early. Um, no time to die. I mean, in retrospect, now it's looking like a good idea because, like, do we think the theaters are going to be open in early April? No. (laughs) Um, I really don't. So it was scheduled for. Yeah, it was April, but I can't see when. Release date. Okay, it was scheduled. Oh, wow. What? April 2020. Yeah, it doesn't say the specific date on the mm. wiki, so I'm not going to keep looking. But um, it was April, and it, it got moved. Um, yeah. Which is smart. It should have been moved. Um, but, man, that's a bummer. I was really excited about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I'm always well, very excited about James Bond movies. I love James Bond. It's great. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> about um you so you were sold on the invisibility i thought it was pretty good i mean it's... i thought it was fine i thought that it was good because they didn't really the de- they didn't go into too much detail trying to explain. right right like that, they, I mean, that's it the was best like way it was like a it. very surface level explanation for how it works and then they moved on um i think that on the surface level if you don't think about it for like two seconds it like kind of works I think that maybe if you think about it for a little bit longer, you might be able to very quickly poke holes in it. Um, <laughs> but like, Perhaps. that's fine. It's a horror movie. And really that the whole idea of the invisible man in this is more of like, it's not really about the practicality of it. If whether or not it would ever work is not what's, what's important about the concept of the invisible man in this adaptation of the invisible man. Like, right. It doesn't matter. So. I think, I think the, 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 the bar that needs to be passed when you're doing something like this is like, do I believe it the first time I hear it? Uh, and like, if like on the face of it, they're like, this is how this man turns invisible. I'm like, okay, you know, that's, that's good enough for me. If you, uh, if you have to like go into real depth explaining everything, like, no, no, it's like, this is how it works. It starts to be a little bit like, well, I don't know if that really would happen, but uh, at first glance, it makes sense. And they don't have to do something like, oh, it's a magic potion that does this because they they have something that's a little more believable. Okay, well, we don't have to hate on magic potions. So if we could like- <laughs> Magic potions are good in their, in their respective genres. I, I agree. But yeah, I'm totally on board with it. It's fine. It doesn't, it doesn't, it didn't bother me. And a lot of things do bother me when movies try to give scientific explanations. So this was fine. Um, I was on board with it. Whatever. (laughs) He's invisible. That's all that matters. Sort of if you go see a movie called The Invisible Man, you should just know you're going to like, I don't know, like that's not possible yet. So any explanation is going to be, it's going to be, a guess so yeah it's gonna Um, be at least a little (laughs) far-fetched so one of the incredible scenes in this movie and i think definitely the one that people are going to walk out of this 
walk out of the theater or walk out of their living room, I guess, talking about uh, is the kitchen scene. Uh, that huge fight scene that takes place in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. That's Force really good. Moss. Uh, God, it is just so good. He's fl- and- Lee Winnell is flexing his upgrade muscles there. Yeah. It's like- <laughs> yeah. So, so like, like a lot w- when you see this, if you've seen upgrade, like you can tell that like he sort of learned so much about fight choreography and how to shoot a fight scene from making that film. And he's applying all of it here and getting even better at it at the same time. Uh, this scene is just mind blowing. There's so yeah. much that goes on and it's such a tricky scene to do just off the outset because she's fighting with someone you can't see on the screen. Right. Uh, and Elizabeth Moss, like her performance through it is just incredible. Like the, no, she's Elizabeth sells. Moss is on the, the list of more horror protagonists who are going to be ignored by the Oscars. So yep. Yep. <laughs> one this year we're, yep. we'll, we'll be crying about she it next fucking, February fucking kills it. And you know, she's going to be ignored. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, we'll see now. Like if no more movies come out this year, she might win the Oscar. Who knows? I don't know. It could be a banner year for horror with invisible man, antebellum and Candyman remake coming out and all look really good. We, yeah. maybe we'll get one well we might get one <laughs> it's a it's a good year for horror certainly yeah. we've been saying this for like the last three years but it's not going away the past like few years it's been like one big movie where it's like this should get oscar love and we all pushed for it if we can get like a few maybe one of them well um yeah so yeah but mm-hmm. yeah elizabeth moss kills it here absolutely um, i also think the scene with her in the attic and then uh, the reveal that happens at the end of that scene, like both the direction and her performance, they're just ratchet up the tension so much to make like one of the most shocking moments I've had in a horror movie, like in the past couple of years, like yeah, I like absolutely. legitimately jumped. I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, that was really good. <laughs> it was so effective. It was so yeah. effective. Um, I just like I just love the way that like there's just so much tension in this movie and it's just so like much. ready to explode at any time, but it doesn't like go the route of like jump scares to diffuse it. You know, it it mostly just keeps you at that level and then there's a few big scary moments that just let it all hang out. Yeah, god. Yeah, it's really good at that. It like it builds tension, builds tension, builds tension, and then like the the release of tension is explosive every time it happens. Uh, and there are so many great moments of it. Man, mm. <sighs> the Invisible Man. What a great movie. Go see it. I mean, don't go, but like <laughs> see it. Um, yeah, we don't. Need you do have to go. Leave your bedroom and watch it on the big screen if you can, like in your living room. You know. Oh yeah, it's a beautiful movie, and like. One of the shames of this is that it it does deserve a big screen, but I think it'll play well on the small screen too. Um, yeah, it, absolutely, it'll play fine. I'm not it's worried. It's really about that. nicely photographed. I especially like the scenes uh, at the beginning that that house that they have that's like right on the beach. Uh, it's so scenic and it really looks nice. And like all the scenes that take place in the dark are really beautiful. Um, and the opening credits too, um, with like right down on the beach, with the waves crashing over the invisible letters to form the title, is really cool. Oh God, yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, a lot of the scenes in his like weird, creepy modern mansion shit is are pretty good. Yeah, they're 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 like they have like a it's like an almost sterility, but not really. But like sort of, it's like this. I don't know. I think there's something like inherently bleak about modern architecture. Yeah. So, um, or contemporary, I should say, because I know that like these words mean different things. Um, but like I really, I hate. I, like I hate his house and I just think that like the way it's photographed in this movie and the way everything is shot. And when you see her walking through it is really effectively feeling like some weird, like modern prison. Like, like, I don't know there. It like, and like it's high tech and she goes into the basement and I'm like, this is hell. Is this the bat cave? Like, <laughs> it, yeah, it, it looks kind of really, like it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it looks a lot like the dark Knight bat cave. Like <laughs> yeah. I, I kept thinking it the whole time. I was like, Hmm. Is Michael Caine gonna show up? Is Michael <laughs> Michael Caine's alive? Is Michael Caine alive? Yeah, he's alive. Okay, he's sorry. Some people stuff. die sometimes, and then I can't remember. Um, <laughs> knock on wood, he's gonna stay alive <laughs> through this. Um, <laughs> oh man, yeah. Um, it that that like underground lair that he has is kind of creepy. Yeah. And, yeah, it's uh, weird. He's uh he's set up early as like an optics expert, which is like a strange thing to be really good at and like to get immensely wealthy off of, which apparently he did. Um, but it sort of, you know, sets up the fact that, oh, there might be a technological thing that he's capable of that he could accomplish this. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. <laughs> I do love also the fact that that the scene the scene in the basement provides a way of showing you exactly what you're going to see later without actually seeing it. If you know what I mean? I do. What a va- I, Yeah. <laughs> that's um, a totally, that's a Vegas statement here, but I don't, I don't want to give this away, but it like, I do like that they do that. Yes. I agree with you. Yes, absolutely. And I like, I mean, I like that the, yeah, I like it. I just, I gotta ask Elizabeth Moss, why him ever? Like, I would never anybody who wanted to live in a house like this ever, just ever. <laughs> okay, I, I would live in this house. All right, this is a nice house. It's big. It's right on the beach. The beach part is the nice thing. Um, yeah, and I like I, that it's secluded because having lived in New York City for a few years, I am ready to live like in the fucking woods. But like. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's secluded. They've got that crazy room where they have their bed that's just like a wall of glass with the waves crashing on it behind But them. it's also secluded so that he could keep her away from everybody except him all the time. Right. And also, like, it's ugly. So, Like, I just don't like the style. I don't like the style. I'm like a... I don't know, like, my apartment in New York is, like, hardwood floors that creak when I walk across them with a lot of clutter on, like, the walls and, like, fabric. Dr- like, that's what I like. Like, <laughs> uh, See, I, I like contemporary style, so I'd be fine with this. Like, I, I would live in a brutalist house if I had to. That... No, God, watch, um, <laughs> what's fucking Gretel and Hansel? That's where you would live in that Ooh. world. Um, Ooh, yeah, I got yeah, that. <laughs> I've been meaning to check that out. It's good. Watch it. I liked it. Gonna add that to the Corona quarantine list. We should create a Corona quarantine watch list. Um, yeah. For our avid listeners. Oh yeah. Um, 
do you have anything else to say about Invisible Man? I don't want to say much without because I'll spoil it if I start talking. Um, so that's my big fear because I will say <laughs> too much. Yes. But... Just watch it. It's really good. Elizabeth Moss is great. Leonel is great. Uh, Sky Reed, her her the young friend who's going to college. Um, oh yeah. Also yeah. great. She's really good. She's a compelling like side character. I don't want to say side. She's like the second main protagonist, but like, <laughs> um, but I, yeah, like the cast in general was really good in this movie. Yeah, like, yeah. everyone had their like chance to shine, pretty much. Yes, yes, I would agree with that. Um, I appreciated that the cops were dumb. Um, <laughs> of course. <laughs> I mean, they they kind of have to be in a movie like this. It's like, they do. you're saying he's an invisible man? Raw <laughs> what? Um, we're saying this, but they're in like San Francisco. They don't talk like that. Uh, <laughs> now, ma'am, you're saying there's an invisible man around these parts? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, there's an asshole lawyer. It's got everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's got all of them. One of each. One of each. <laughs> so yeah, check it out. Uh, it'll it should be available on streaming on Friday. I'm not exactly sure what the details on that are going to be. Yeah, like, like what do you, is it like on Voodoo? Is it on like just Amazon? What is it? I don't yeah, really understand. We'll, we'll see. We'll we'll tweet out the details or something. You can follow us at Buzzed On Movies. We're we're gonna be tweeting a lot more recently because there's all sorts of. Good news coming out these days. Yeah, I guess we need to start. We need to step it up, don't we? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's about all we have for you now. Uh, just wanted to to get in there and uh, strike while the iron's hot on this movie and uh, sort of set things up for next week. But we're going to be trying to stay consistent throughout this whole thing because, uh, well, we know you need you need entertainment in times like this. And you we do. need it too. So we definitely, uh, we definitely need these weekly uh, excursions into movie land. God, it's going to be crazy not going to a movie like three or four times a week. <laughs> it is right. We'll we'll definitely make sure to uh, catalog our withdrawal process throughout all of this. Ew. Yeah, I mean <laughs> you're right. It's going to be hard. It's going to be weird. It's going to be weird. I don't want to think about it. Yeah. Oh, in the meantime, uh, a lot of theaters have, since they've closed, their employees are all home. Uh, I'd like to encourage those theaters to play, to pay their employees, pay your employees because give them health insurance. We're in the middle of a pandemic and you strip their health insurance. Thank you. It's not Um, a great, it's not a great situation right now for those employees as former movie theater employees ourselves, We stand with the employees of these theaters Absolutely. Especially Alamo. Like, I thought Alamo would be better than that. And you They're... know Alamo has the money to do it. That's what's yeah. most upsetting. Because this isn't well, like... All these two chains do. Yeah, chains, yes. I'm talking like, you know, there are one-off independent theaters who the legitimately don't have the money for it. Yes. Fucking Alamo has the money to pay its employees. And yeah. to give them insurance. Do it. I mean... Alamo would be nothing if it didn't have employees to wait on its customers hand. Like, come on. So yeah, the large part of what makes them so great is their incredible employees. The people who serve you your food, make sure that you can enjoy your movie without interruption. Uh, Yeah. So those people are great. They need 
what it takes to survive through this. So we need those people to get paid. Yeah. Uh, all to other, oh, other bad movie news recently. Uh, the Uptown Theater in DC has closed, apparently permanently. Permanently. Uh, through, like, that was kind of mixed in with all this. And at first it wasn't clear whether it was like a coronavirus closure or whatever, but apparently the AMC has just closed down the theater. So um, in the meantime, we are hoping that another uh, chain or like someone else comes in and buys it, opens it up again. Uh, But obviously there's a lot else going on right now, but this Um, theater needs to be preserved. It is a landmark in DC it is the oldest movie theater in DC that is still operating. The It'll only... get something will happen with it. So I mean, it, it's inevitable. Um, it's 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 historic. It's yeah. it's from the 30s. Like this That's theater crazy. needs to go on. Um, they had the freaking premiere of 2001: A Space Odyssey there. Crazy. This is not think yeah. about that. So um, we're hoping for news on that at some point. I think my um, biggest fear with all of this is that we're all going to get used to digital releases of new movies. Cause I feel like that's coming, right? Like all the movies right. scheduled through like May and June are going to end up getting digital release and theaters are going to get like massively hurt when yeah. they try to reopen. Um, yeah. So we want, yeah, we, we definitely want the movie theaters to come back because yes. that's a risk right now. Yes. So, when when you get the chance, when theaters open up again, we want to encourage everyone to go out, see a movie see on the big screen, because it's it's an experience that can't be recreated at home. Um, it can't. You're yeah. right. But, God, but you know, until then, we're gonna be watching movies at home. We're gonna be yeah. giving you the same content that we always try to deliver. Um, Hashtag content. That. <laughs> Uh, you can find us on all the major platforms, you know, Apple, Google. Um, sorry, Spotify. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I don't know what you're trying to think about. That though. one, that <laughs> one. Yeah, the other big one. Um, Apple, Google, Spotify. Um, you can follow us at Buzzed on Movies on Twitter, or you can email us buzzedonmovies at gmail.com. Tell us what you're doing to get through this corona crisis. And give us ideas for movies to watch because we've got lots of time right now. Yeah. Uh, And until next time, we will see you one day at the movies. And wash your damn wash your damn hands. Please wash your hands. Wash your hands, you jellical fucks.